Welcome to your Fall 2021 Reverse the Trend podcast. Christians at Tech invites you to grab your Bible, find your favorite highlighter, and listen in to each of these overview podcasts as we go book by book through the New Testament, identifying the main themes, persons, key verses, and other exciting things found in God's Word. May you be helped and equipped in your diving into the Bible with us this semester. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gospel According to Mark, or John Mark as he's later referred to in the New Testament. The word gospel literally means good news. So the Gospel According to Mark, along with the other three Gospels, reports the good news of salvation through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This salvation is freely available to everyone who believes in Jesus Christ everywhere in the world. But the question remains, why are there four Gospels? Isn't it basically just the same story told four times in a row? Well, kind of, but I want you to think about this. Have you ever gone shopping for a diamond ring? For the guys out there, if you haven't shopped for one yet, I'm sure you will at some point, so listen closely, take some notes. When you're shopping for a diamond ring, you're going to want to remember the four C's. Cut, carrot, color, and clarity. These are the four features that come together to determine the value of your diamond. These four features have a subtle effect on the unique beauty of each diamond, and therefore the price of each diamond. Now cut refers to the shape of a diamond, its proportions, symmetry, and polish. Next, diamonds are weighed in units called carats. We're not talking about your veggies here, we're talking about the weight of the diamond. A carat is measured in increments called points, and one carat is equal to 100 points. The third C is color. The best, most beautiful color for a diamond is actually no color at all. The color of a diamond is on an alphabetical scale from D to Z, and at the top of the scale is the D grade, which is considered colorless, therefore it's the rarest and most expensive. Lastly, clarity is the degree to which a diamond is free from flaws. Flaws can hinder light as it passes through your diamond, and these are known as inclusions, which are inside, and blemishes, which are on the surface. Alright, so here's the conclusion, y'all. When you're shopping for a diamond, you do not want to base your purchase on only one aspect of the diamond. It's only after taking into account all four aspects of the diamond that you can determine its true value. So the more you know about it, the better, because you're likely gonna be spending at least $1,000, and the last thing you want is an expensive diamond that she doesn't like. And I promise you at that point, you're not gonna like it either. So make sure you remember all four aspects, cut, carrot, color, and clarity. Okay, what was the point of all that? Well, now that the diamond lesson is over, the point is, the Bible, it could have told us the story of Jesus one time, and we still would all be filled with the wonder of who Jesus is. But listen, y'all, God chose to give us not just one, two, or three, but four accounts of Jesus's life, four gospels, so that we could without a shadow of a doubt be awed with the beauty and greatness of his beloved son. Each gospel has a specific emphasis that causes the value of Jesus Christ to increase in our hearts. Just like the four C's for diamonds, all four of the gospels must be taken into account before we can truly see how great our savior is. 
So what is the emphasis of each one of these four Gospels? Well, let's go through them. Matthew emphasizes that Jesus is the King of Kings, coming to establish His kingdom. He's not only the King of the Jews, but He's also the King over all the earth, as it says in Psalm 47. The next one, Mark, the book we're about to read, emphasizes that Jesus became a slave to serve all of humanity with love and grace. Although Jesus is the king over all the earth, he became a man of the lowest class and the lowest rank to serve mankind with salvation and gain the affection of our hearts. As it says in 2 Corinthians 8-9, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, by his poverty, might become rich. Just think the same one before whose feet we bow down, the king of the universe, is the very one who came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now it's interesting to know that the Gospel of Mark can also be considered the Apostle Peter's account of Jesus's life because Mark was very close to Peter and accompanied him on several Gospel journeys. And remember, Peter was not the most perfect disciple. He was even the one who denied Jesus three times right before Jesus was crucified. But instead of throwing down harsh judgment on Peter and condemning him, as you might expect a king to do, Jesus comes to visit Peter while he's at work, serves him breakfast, and then the story ends with Peter telling Jesus that he loves him. So you can see Jesus, he is the king, but he is also there as a humble savior to serve us and help us so that we have the strength to serve him as we rightly should. Then moving on to the third gospel, Luke emphasizes that Jesus Christ is a genuine man, 100% through and through. Jesus is a genuine, humble, God-fearing man, yet without sin. As Hebrews 2.17 says, for this reason he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. It was because Jesus was fully human that God could righteously accept his death on the cross as a substitution for our own. And then lastly, John emphasizes that Jesus is God. 100% through and through, Jesus is divine. Isaiah 9:6, talking about Christ, says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus' name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. So he's not only God, but he is God with us. So Jesus is a king, and he's also a slave. Jesus is man, but he's also God. Jesus is astounding. And that's why it says in Psalm 8 9, Our Lord, how majestic and glorious and excellent is your name in all the earth. How about we pray? God, we just thank you for giving us so many perspectives on your son, Jesus Christ. May you open our eyes to see what you want us to see about him. And God, reveal to us the very reasons why he's your beloved son. May he also be beloved to us as we read through these four gospels. We just thank you again for sending him as a slave to serve us with salvation. God, we empty our hands and we open our hearts to receive everything you want to give us. Amen.